Testing, one, two, three, testing, one, two, three. Well, welcome to My Wife Hates Me podcast here. I'm, I'm the wife. I'm the uh, subject. I'm the victim. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, of uh, hatred. We're on to you. You live, on, you live in a hate crime. Yeah. Uh, coming from our studio in Hillsborough, New Jersey, our new studio. You can see behind us some of the stuff we have that we put in our studio. Here's Bonnie's Emmy. Here's, I mean, this is an Emmy, right? You don't get any bigger than that in Oscar. Uh, This is my backstage award, uh, Outstanding Achievement. That was in 2000. There's our award for our movie behind us. Women aren't funny. So we're doing uh, Bonnie's book back there and uh, other books that nobody read. Bonnie read them. I didn't read them. You know that. So let's get started. <laughs> Why'd you do that? What? Uh, hey, come, come here. You're starting already? I am in a lot of pain. I uh, See, I have to go in Friday for cortisone from my back. I have sciatica and out of nowhere my knees especially my right knee is killing me I mean painful walking is I'm like and out of nowhere and I'm pretty sure it's got to be arthritis uh I mean I I wasn't stung by anything I don't think I have gangrene I don't know but it hurts I bought a knee brace doesn't really help mentally maybe but I'm telling you as much as we pretty much eat well both of us we work out we do everything we're supposed to but still you know you start to fall apart you know what I'm saying yeah that's it I don't know what to say I feel bad for you I mean like I've from back pain you know it just seems like it's i mean honestly since i've known you i've been in pain you've been in pain in some way shape or form yes your stomach they get sometimes it's your stomach then it's your back well it's always been my back i've always had a herniated disc ever since you know Raina was like a baby i picked her up she was like two years old and boom Blew my disc out, just picking her up, bending wrong. Boom, blew it out. But that didn't always hurt. But sciatica, woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. So, so, so just let's not, let's get, let's do something. What do you think? Like, if you were listening to a podcast, what would you want someone to talk about? Well, stuff I can relate to, and older people can relate to what I'm saying, you know, or something So we want, we want podcasts for the, like, boomer generation? Is that what you're saying? Boomers, you got to make some pains? Well, so does this guy. Yeah, people are on to you. Anyhow, we went to, uh, listen, it'll pass. Everything passes, but Denise. So so do people. People actually pass. You Mm. could die. That's nice. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Yeah, so could you. Yeah, I could die. I could die. 
Yeah, uh, choking on something later, or you know, or getting choked. I, I guess that's a possibility. Is that my sweatshirt? What every you? It's so weird how yeah. you think every single champion sweatshirt. First of all, have it. I don't like it. No. I want to rip this off. Don't. But it's not yours. But you're so weird about clothes. It's all right. So anyhow, crazy. We went last night to uh, Keith Robinson taped his special for Netflix. He taped two shows. We went to the early show. Amazing. It was amazing how good it was. And it kills me to say this, but it was so good. There was just and he was walking was. better than you. That was also very upsetting, wasn't it? Yeah. Because your knee was hurting so bad. It was so good. His So Keith Robinson had two strokes. Yes. In the last seven years or so. Something yeah. like that. And that's what the whole special was about. And it was very funny. Really, really um, like just so specific and the the comedy was so sharp and it just was like it was just like there was nothing there was no fat on it at all it was just like Every, everything was just hit so perfect he got applause breaks he got a standing ovation everything uh every bit he did he painted such a good picture so easily that you could see the characters from him talking mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah and, it and was, it was like obviously from his real life it was like uh a ted talk about a ted talk a one-man show but just perfectly like yes calibrated comedy you know we're in the back with all the comics colin norton uh lenny marcus like we walked in bonnie and i we we didn't know everybody there was tons of comics there marina uh, Amy know. Schumer was not her, sitting with us, but we she was there. We well, said hello Wanda, to her. Her and Wanda produced it. Right, Wanda Sykes. I didn't say hi. To, I didn't see her. I saw her. Um, but we, we went, you know, after to say hi to him, and it was good. It was really it was like good. a lot of people were there. Yeah, it was good. Packed. I'm glad we got to go and see it. You know, uh, very very great very good then we went over to the christmas party at the stand like those christmas parties are uh a new comic or an open mic comic get together like you yeah. don't even know well jim gavigan was there tj miller was there there was some yeah, some uh I saw ricky velez was there i try i was sitting with this guy that um, I've been working with because he's a producer and I'm writing this movie and um, there was the other producer was there with him and some girl showed up that he didn't want to talk to and he just left he just completely ghosted didn't say goodbye or anything just saw her and left <laughs> so I'm just left sitting there with this man that I don't know that well nice guy too yeah and so Ricky Velez and then you left the table I to go do so, so it's just me and him sitting side by side at this table did he finger bang you a little bit and um he uh so ricky velez comes by to say hello and i go sit down uh, you know and i because i was trying to i wanted to be saved from this <laughs> i was getting like i couldn't just get up and leave a guy by himself 
But Ricky Velez would not sit down. I was like, this is prime real estate right here. He goes, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I go, Rich will be back in a minute. He would not sit down. <laughs> I was like, damn. Everybody came by. I was like, hi, come over here. I was standing by the food waiting for the food to open. You know, they put it out. And is that I what did. took you so long? You left for so yeah, long. I was, I was just sitting there. there for like an hour with this guy. It just wasn't like an hour, but they kept putting the foods in the tray, and but they didn't open them. They didn't open them, and I'm sitting here going, "Whoa!" You know, I'm hungry. And then when they opened them, it was salmon and chicken. It uh, wasn't even you know. That's your two favorite foods. Yeah, but they. I mean, they've had parties where they had lobsters. And, oh my god. Yeah, I mean wow. the rice balls were good. Those rice balls are good. Wow. But champagne tastes. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on a beer budget. Chicken Alley King, baby. That's what my mom used to make. Our neighbor made us Chicken Alley King once, and then afterwards told us it was this rabbit that we loved. No. Mm -hmm. We used to have. And we were, like, crying. I got another helping, but everyone else was crying. I was like, that's pretty good. My mom used to make cream tuna with peas. Oh, so disgusting. Good. Cream tuna and peas? Oh, horrific. I had that tuna helper, but I bought it a long time ago. You always do that. You go buy too many. You get a craving for something, then you buy like a case of it. <laughs> you got like all those chili. Oh, things. the Skyline chili. That's some good shit, man. He bought like thirty packets no, of I Skyline yeah, chili. You couldn't buy one or two. You had to buy six or something. Yeah, maybe I'll make that again. I had oh man, turkey dog, chili, Skyline chili, turkey dogs. With turkey burger meat. Mm. Is that what they do? Mm. Chef's kiss. Yeah. So uh so it was a pretty action packed week. We did something with Bonnie's movie where uh we got together. Did a little punch up room and um it was fun. It was a good day. And but the it, but last night one of the producers was like uh okay so the other producer goes hey i heard that you yelled at john and i was like i didn't yell at john he goes yeah he told me that you yelled at him i was like i never yelled at him like that's crazy and I, I i never did and i go then john was there i go john did i yell at you and he goes yeah you yelled at me and i was like no i didn't he goes yeah you told me to like I was being a distraction, which he kind of was like, he kept piping in just with like old movie references and stuff or like stuff that didn't matter. And we were running out of time, but I was like, I, I go, I, I don't even remember saying like, you're being a, he said, I told him he was being a distraction, but I go, but did I yell at you? And he was like, yeah, I go, I don't remember that at all. So on the way home, I say to Rich, did I yell at John? He goes, yeah, you did. Well, but I you told him he was being a distraction. I go, okay. I told him he was being a distraction, but did I yell at him? And you, I asked you this three or four times, and uh, every time you were like, "Yeah." I well, I said yeah. I don't know if it was a yell or an aggressive "shut up." You didn't. I like, didn't scream. say "shut up." Yeah, shut up. You didn't go. Hey, you didn't do that. You just. But said, a yell is a yell. A yell is somebody be, like that's so aggressive to be like, "Hey, stop it." 
Yeah, that's a, you didn't go that far. I went, John, we, we've got like an hour left, if I recall. Well, I, I remember telling him we had an hour left, but I don't remember. It was a frustration. I go, John, we have an hour left. But I still don't get why men would go, that's yelling. Like everyone agreed. Um, the other producer wasn't there at that time. But you and John both were like, me, she yelled at me. I, well, it's well, like, well, don't put this on me. I, I asked a, you several times in the I car. I was well, like, I, did I, I yell okay, at him? I, I, I don't know what to weigh out between a yell or or an aggressive. Well, a yell is a yell. Everyone knows what a yell is. Am I yelling at you now? Because you do no. this a lot where I'm trying to tell you something and then you go, why are you yelling? It's like, is this yelling? Well, no, but you are an aggressive. How I would love to know how I was being aggressive to him. No, I'm saying it could have came off aggressive. How would I go? Oh. John, you're being a distraction right well, you now. You didn't say it like that. You said you were in the middle. You might have been frustrated about something or time was running out. They kept telling me to speed it up. And then yeah. he's like being a distraction. Well, whatever. I mean, it's listen, he's I know, but I, I, he's even, also even, a baby. If he's running back to the other producer going, he yelled at me. You know what? It's so weird that like, God, I can't even like I can't. I'm, I'm not allowed to have any boundaries at all. Otherwise, it's like, ooh. I mean, it does feel like oppressive to be like, well, you yelled. And it's like, I did not raise my voice at all. A little, you raised your voice up, but it wasn't a yell. I mean, I don't know what can see, like what he does, what does he consider someone yelling at him? But uh, even, let's imagine then it's a man that did it. Would everyone be like, whoa, he really yelled at that guy? It depends how, to how be like, people perceive being told to shut up. Exactly. I didn't say shut up. You I said, well, you said, John. I said, uh, John, we're stop. running out of time. I go, we have an hour left. That's all I remember saying to him was like, John, we have an hour left. And then that got turned into like, you're being a distraction and me yelling at him. And told him to shut up. I don't remember. That. I would never, ever tell the producer <laughs> of the movie, the guy who fucking writes my paycheck <laughs> to shut up. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> Okay, well, anyhow. I mean, I, I I'm sure the intent so. was shut yeah. up. Yeah. But it was like, I just don't see. It's just so, it's it's so frustrating to me right now to be having this conversation. Like, that I would say to someone in a room where we're, we're all trying. And while they, by the way, took me, that same fucking dude took me into the hallway to be like, you're not going to get through it today unless you speed it up. And, and then he's yapping. And then he's just, it, you know, it's like we're wrapping at 6.30. It's like 5.45. I he's you, like, I was into it. It was. He's like, oh, you know, this movie or that, movies that no one's heard of. And then because uh, he knows so much about movies. He's a very, very intelligent guy. But it's like, John, we, we got to get through this. You're being a distraction. If that's what I said, I don't see how that translates into like, whoa, aggressive yelling. Well, then then he shouldn't have said anything to uh, to the other producer. All I know is I got I said, I'll go for a couple hours, you know, see what I could come up with. But I stayed to the end because it was pretty uh, one. The other one, the whole movie, the structure and everything is great. And then the people working there were pretty good. The other comics or writers or whatever, right. everybody, you know, then 
uh, I mean, what Bonnie wrote was very funny and good. Like, I don't even know why. You, look, you could take, you know, the Godfather and, and go over the script with a bunch of writers and go, everybody's trying to get a different line in or do that. And that's so they feel like, oh, look, I'm earning my money or right. I helped write this. You could take, you know, the Godfather and sit and break it down and go, well, let's do it this way or do it that way. You know, people, you know, when you have something great, people think they can make it better. And sometimes you can make it a little better or add a different perspective. But alone, without any of the punch-ups, I would say 90% worked, what I saw or read. Uh, so, you know, there was some stuff added on, you know, but you could take any movie. I've worked on movies where I've sat there and they, they're doing the scenes and I'm going, well, if they did it this way or added this, it'd be a little better. And it's still the structure, the foundation, and the movie's already written. You might throw a line in here and there. But when you have four writers throwing shit each way, you know, it takes the whole fucking day. It gets confusing. And, you know, you can dismantle a fucking movie and make it a different movie if you're putting all these people. Well, especially the writer that were there, they had like an issue. They were like, maybe you should do this or you should do that, which is great. That's people are just creative, you know, but then you're like, you know, now you're writing a whole new movie. If you take every suggestion, you know, uh, they ordered so much food. I mean, tons and tons of food, you know, and so they said, take some home. So I had a tray of bagels with cream cheese. It's, it was still sealed. And I took some muffins and some croissants for, you know, bagels, muffins. Too. So I'm walking back to my car and I see this uh, homeless lady sitting with her kid. You know, it's pretty cold out. I mean, it wasn't called that cold, but it was called sitting there with her kid. So I go, oh, here. And I gave her the tray of bagels with the cream cheese, a whole tray. And I said to myself, I'm not giving her the fucking muffins, right? I go, you know. And then I gave her, she said, thank you. And I walked away and I get 10 feet and I dropped all the muffins on the ground. Yeah, what's that? What's that? I, I should have picked them up, put them back in the tray and gave them to her. I mean, I only hit the ground for a second, but I go, fuck. See, I should have gave her a couple of muffins too. And God wouldn't have made me drop the tray of muffins. God did that? What's that? God did that? The homeless God. I don't know. That homeless God's fucking lazy as hell. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> they're still all homeless. <laughs> oh. Well, anyhow. So, uh, it was a long day. It was a long day. Driving into the city was the day after we had, I guess there were storms everywhere the night before. Everything when was I drove when I drove into the city, um my GPS was taking me a weird way, which I found out I guess why, but there was one p- part where the the traffic really slowed down and you're like, What's going on here? And when you got up, it was like driving through a swimming pool. Like it came all the way over the tires of the car whoa well i was scared that like i've read that your electronics can get wet and then your car can fuck up you, you, you can really that. fuck it up you read <clears throat> hold on <clears throat> that's nice you read that when like when were you reading up about electronics and cars? are you okay yeah why? what's going on what like, are you talking about i had something in my throat 
what the? What do you mean? What's going? Oh, I'm I going mean, crazy. it was disgusting. Yeah, when things are in your throat, it's never pleasant. You're not going. Oh, let me get that. Yeah, it's disgusting. It was <clears throat> in my throat. So you know. Anyhow, so you're driving. There were detours everywhere. It must have been a big storm the night before. Oh, it was like you didn't hear it. It was like crushing. No, I talked to Florentine. He said his electricity was off the next day when oh. he lived. You know, I just had an electrician come now because I'm going to put it. A, a oh my God! Please, we don't need to hear electrician story. That's like insanity. Why don't you just talk about your mouse? Oh, look, I have a mouse, and I never use the mouse pad. I always just use the mouse. Like, it's, what are you doing here? I'm talking about what's going on in life. What it's not interesting. It it's, is. Oh, go back to your aches and pains, and you go cough up a fucking lung. It's what, it's, 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 thank you so much for listening. It's amazing that anyone is here. Honestly, honestly, because I, because I try to like get something going that's interesting that maybe we can get a clip and then, you know, and it's just you fucking hacking up and like, would you listen to this? Think about that. Like what, when you're getting up to go do the podcast, what, what is in your brain? Like when you think about what the podcast is, when you're like getting a coffee and, Oh, go down there and do the pot. Are you like, huh? I guess I just try to put in a couple different gums at certain points and really get going and uh, talk about my aches and pain. Like, what What do you think would be interesting to people? I'd love to know. I'd love to know. I think talking about... Is this yelling? Am I yelling now? (laughs) Yeah, that's yelling, I think. Or it's aggressive. Uh, it's fuck, but it, is it? Is so. it? Is it actually like a valuable thing to hear? Yes, when you're talking about that, you're no, no. That this, what I'm saying. No, it, you're talking. When someone goes, "How are you?" and you start, have you ever talked to someone where you go, "How are you?" and they start telling you about your aches and pains, and you're just like, "Oh shit." I can't get out of this. Now you got to be like, oh yeah, oh that's all. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, that doesn't sound great. Do you? What do you think the other person now makes of you? Oh, that's somebody I like to be around. No, that's someone to be avoided in the future. That's all you do. You put a click in there. And you go, okay, well that's not fun. So I'm not gonna like seek him out anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right? Do you want to be one of those people that's like constantly I'm like? I'm already. I'm my reputation. <laughs> I don't do that. For my me. leg. <laughs> I see you doing this at dinner. No, you don't. <laughs> Try to get shit out of your teeth. No, I saw you picking your teeth yesterday. Well, my God, let's <laughs> alert the media. What I didn't say it was wrong to pick your teeth. I'm saying like you're in public. You're not great. You don't see yourself. You're not able to see yourself. You're only able to see like when we're driving, you cut off a car to get into a certain lane. Because I was like, you got to get in this other lane. We were like having yeah, some traffic. I, yeah. I go get into this other lane. So you get into that, which you're allowed to cut people off in, in rush hour traffic. That's how it works. And then some guy cut in front of you. And I didn't think it was that big of a deal. You oh, had no. some space there. You start freaking out. I go, I but you just out. did Don't it. You go, well, the way I did it was fine. The way this guy did it was wrong. Yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. Ve- you, you parse everything. It's so nuanced. 
that when you do it, it's perfectly fine. No, when I you talk it. about your aches and pains, I'm sure in your mind you're like, this person really is getting a lot out of this. This person loves that I'm telling them how m much my knee hurts. Now, if the person was to say it back to you, you'd be like, I got to go. I'm not listening. I'm not interested. It's not true. I listen to people. And you, would, very... you would say to yourself that that person's not interesting. And then if someone said to you, but what about when you did? Oh, no, when I do it, it's very interesting. Oh, you're saying I'm I'm self-centered. No, I'm not. I'm saying you or have a hard time seeing things from a broader perspective. So, you only ever see things right out your own eyes. Does that make sense? <laughs> you you never look at what... And, and you're allowed to be exactly whoever you are, but also... Oh, thank you. Most people take into account... Like when you're at a party or when you're on a podcast, that you're not going to just sit around and talk about, like, let's just talk about the weather. We, we've talked about your aches and pains and the weather. Like, let's just go to a fucking nursing home. I mean, what are we doing? I talked about the writer's room. I talked about a lot of stuff. Keith's special. I talked about the party. Okay, good. Let's keep it there. All right. I threw in my knee hurts. People know, you know. And then you coughed up a lung. I had, oh, sorry, there was something in my throat. I, I, I want to sound good. I don't want to keep, you know, whatever's in my throat scratching. Every time? Every time there's something like that. No, every podcast you're saying. Every podcast you're taking out gum, putting in gum, no. chewing. I don't, you're exaggerating. Every podcast you're blowing your nose. I don't have tissues. Like, but yet you walk around like, girls want me. I'm hot. I've never done that. When do I do that? You do. Th you do. When you're talking to a girl, you. I see. I look over. I can see you. You think like, yeah. You're crazy. I still got it. You're like, oh my god. As you get up and limp around, where's the lobster? <laughs> Demanding your lobster as you blow your nose in front of the food everybody else is going to eat. <laughs> Can I get some more? It's like you don't see it. Well, first of all, I don't sit there saying she wants me. I'm not, you know, I'm past that. I might say I want her, but I know they're not going. I know you don't either. I know that's also a lie. Yeah, there's... <laughs> There's no way you could possibly be interested in doing the work that would be necessary in order to have a young girlfriend. How young? What are you saying? Young? Let's 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 go. How? What age do you want? I don't want any age. I want I want my knee. Fixed. You want cock? I know. But what do cock? you? What you don't even say you want cock? Cock? Yes. No, I, I'm talking about the stuff you put on the <laughs> by the bathtub. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, let's say thirty. Okay. That's 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 kind of old, but yeah, thirties old. Yeah. Are yeah. you disgusting? That's younger than your daughters. Oh, you're right. Okay, thirty. I don't know. Okay, so let, let's one of Ellen's friends is like, I think your dad is hot, and and I've died. Okay, in this scenario, oh, uh, um, because I don't want you coming and trying to get me back, and yeah. <laughs> I'm finally free, and. This 30-year-old, now you got to take her out. You got to do stuff. I mean, I'd bring her you got to listen to her on the phone. You got to, like, FaceTime her when you're, you know, she's going to come over. What, what, what are you doing that's, are you really ready for that? 
Oh, I wouldn't try to have a relationship. I, I, I'm, I'm just you go. You're the one who said. Oh, you're just gonna fuck her. Would you? No. Would you no. even be able? That's the thing. There's even too much work for that. What are you gonna do? Uh, lay on the bed with your pants down around your ankles. Ready? I would. You know, if it. I would go out for dinner, take her to, the, you know, maybe. A, and then what are you a, doing at dinner? Are you Alfonso's talking about your aches and pains? Are you no, putting gum in one after the other? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm talking to her about whatever, you know. Oh, you're asking her questions? Eh, well, how are you going to learn how to do that at this age? I ask questions all the time. <laughs> what are you talking about? It would be, you know, a, a date. Go on a date, maybe go to a movie or something, you know, and uh, you know, or maybe take her to one of my shows, you know. That's that's nice that's place. what it is right there. You're just like you're just fully leaning on, and not just because you can't walk, but you're fully leaning on the the idea that they're gonna like your stand up. Well, that's how you would meet them anyhow. They would see your show and go, you were great. And you would go. See, you don't even trust your own ability, your own self. Because you know, you're like, well, off stage, I'm just a guy who sniffles a lot. And, uh, you know. All right. And, 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 and talks about his aches and pains. Right? <laughs> would you cook her a meal ever? Did you do something yeah. romantic? Yeah, I would get her to, yeah. Would you ever cook me a meal? Yeah, yeah. Uh, really? Well, yeah. Did I what about, what about if I got HelloFresh? Would you cook me a meal yes. for HelloFresh? Yeah, I love that stuff. First yes. of all, HelloFresh is, is the biggity bomb. Do people still say that? Did they say what? <laughs> the biggity bomb. And no one's ever said that. <laughs> HelloFresh is so good. Because you can't, you, okay, first of all, no one has any time and you cannot order out every night. No. It, it's just too yeah. unhealthy to do. Yes, then you turn into But a then you, you, got, you, you don't want to like have to like, when, you, when you're going to cook your own meals, you have to go sh grocery shopping and then you have to like dedicate a certain amount of time to like, you know, getting the vegetables ready and everything. HelloFresh, a box shows up at your door with foods that you absolutely love. You can have any food restrictions that you want. You just go on the app and you check some boxes and they send you stuff that you're going to love, that your family is going to love. And uh, with all the ingredients that you enjoy and then you just make it. People should do this for the holidays, you know, because that would make a stress-free holiday, I think, if you, like a Christmas, if that's what you're into, and you just get HelloFresh and then you get it ready and you go, look, I just made a whole Christmas dinner for everybody, but really it's like kind of mess free almost even. My daughter does HelloFresh, my oldest daughter, Jessica. Yeah, uh, it, and, and she's a good cook, but she does it because um, it's just like so much easier and you save money. You'll never waste money on excess food. You never throw any food away. The food's so delicious, you just eat it all. Um, so. You can spend your time shopping for gifts and sipping cocoa and not have to go to the grocery store, which is an insane experience. I mean, people do not know how to push their carts in the right way. 
Um, remember in COVID when they had the lines on the thing in the grocery what? stores? They had the lines oh. so that you knew what you, they should keep that. It's like you have to go this way or that way. Otherwise, it's just a nightmare. But anyway, HelloFresh, we've done it here. We love it. Um, I sometimes pull out an apron that I haven't used in a very long time. And uh, I whip up a great meal that everybody loves. And if you want to do it too, it's fast, it's easy, it's convenient. Um, and you can do it with your teenagers, which Raina, the minute she sees that box, comes over and wants to make it, which I love. So go to HelloFresh.com slash MyWifeFree and use code MyWifeFree for free breakfast for life. You guys, you have to do this. One breakfast item per box while the subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash MyWifeFree with code MyWifeFree. That's M-Y-W-I-F-E-F-R-E-E. Okay? Do it. It's fantastic. It's worth it. You'll like it. It's fun. Why are you yelling at him? (laughs) Was I yelling? (laughs) I just get passionate, man. You got to do it. You got to go to HelloFresh. It is good. That salmon was delicious. Say hello. To Hello Fresh. No, it's always it's always very good, and everybody eats it uh, completely. So, well, no leftovers. What would you like to talk about? Oh, my date, my thirty year old. Yeah, you, you after you after you make her her Hello Fresh, then what? Take Sit by the fireplace and tell her that you hate the fireplace because you like actual fireplaces. This is, this is me and Rich. I go, isn't this amazing? Like, we got to, like, the fireplace is so great. It's real fire. Oh, is Right? <laughs> it's not like it's like some kind of thing. You just go in and you turn it and whoo, 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 you got a fire. And yeah. you sit back and it's like a real fire. It's, it's, it's amazing. And then I go, isn't this amazing? We just have a fire. Like, I, I put that fire on every day. And then Rich goes, I prefer real fire. He can't like anything. I do like the it. thing is, is if if we had a fireplace where you had to get the wood and stuff, we would never use it. We would never use it because Rich Voss hates doing. Oh, don't say I don't like doing work around here and doing stuff. I love it. No, you would be like, start the fire, put the fire on, get the fire going. I started the fires when we had a fireplace many times. In in on in, in it was a pain in the butt. But okay, so you're sitting yeah, there. She's like, a, she's like, I love this. This is nice. You'd be like, I hate that gas fire. I like a real fire. She's like, oh okay. Um, and my knee hurts. Oh, all right. Well, let me get a Viagra. <laughs> you can't say no. <laughs> Could need your consent right now. These are expensive. I have a whole big bag of stuff left over from year a year ago, whatever, two years ago. What Viagra's? No, the other ones I ordered once. Blue Chews. A different one too, I think. Hems oh. or something. Not hems. I don't know. Anyway, all right. Well, Wanna save them. One? Save them for your girlfriend. Who's my girlfriend? I I don't know, but I just can't imagine like dating you right now. It just doesn't seem like. I mean, I think you would kind of be fun because you're 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 good at turning on the charm when you need to. Like sometimes I'll be like, my husband's a nightmare, and then you'll show up and you'll be like, 
<laughs> Mr. Charm, no one sees it. You know, it's like the dancing frog. It's like he only dances when no one else is around. Yeah, well, I brought you a drink. You're the opposite. Night. You only dance when people are around. I brought you a drink last night. I went to the bar. That yeah. was very nice. You didn't that drink. was. I didn't drink it because I didn't want to be hungover. But from one drink, hungover. I just can't process alcohol very well anymore. It's oh. very sad. Yeah. Well, we drove home, and then when Rich drives, I've discovered that he has a whole world going on, and it involves all the other drivers on the road. He's like that guy. He, 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 that SUV, I'm never letting in. That guy's uh, doing something weird over there. He's got this whole, like. No, I don't like these people in these big SUVs and trucks that just. Oh, yeah, he was they telling bully me. You, bully their way in. Little car people are nice, you know. Yeah, you he let said he'll in. let a little car in, but not an SUV. Not, not, no, because they bully you. They act like. Oh, I'm just going to knock you out of the way. Fuck you. My car costs more than your big Do you always car. imagine it to be a man driving the SUV? Like, I always imagine well, it's like me. the person looks like the car, kind of. Yeah, prob probably, you know, like those big pickup trucks or whatever. And they just, hey, one guy aggressively cut into me last night. I'm like, whoa. But then another guy came in nice and easy, and I had no problem with him. <laughs> I, I just can't imagine having a, like, a checklist of who i mean just like yeah like a, defining each person no, as good or bad that. like you're like santa and like naughty nice naughty nice no it's just that they they're they're uh what's the word they think they're privileged because they got some big car and they can just yeah, that is such an you. insane story it's not a story it's why do they they might be they, that, that might not even be their vehicle that might be their work vehicle. Well, yeah, then when they get in it, they turn into a different person. If they were in their little and car. And just because they're driving a big car doesn't mean it's like they're rich or, you know, maybe they have a lot of kids. It's it's like a weird thing you're doing. Oh, you're having a full, like. No, you saw how those people were cutting in last night. I think if it's rush hour traffic, that's, you know, no. I mean, I like it to be every second car as, you know. But hey, there's a space. You put your nose in and you go. That's how it works. You put your nose in and you go? Yes. You want to get in the other lane, you see a little space, you put your nose in and when you're able to get into that lane, you go. I'll take a sip. That's how I feel well, when I'm driving. All right. I'm going to wrap this up. Oh, my God. We covered a lot today. Okay. We covered a lot. <laughs> you were good. I was good. We, uh, we talked a lot oh about really you don't want to what talk about what i don't know what i need a, if you're 30 years old let's go on a date and we'll see if it works out okay i'll just come and film it just pretend i'm not there <laughs> <laughs> so i can be so i can show people what he's like yeah well you you gotta be hot. i think you would benefit honestly from a few things like me dying and then you'd have to like sink or swim on your own you'd have to see how hard it is out there and um look how gray my hair is. and um i might be close to dying my hair is graying a rapid dying, pace yeah. and i'm and i'm balding no you're not i am I, my hairline is like way back there you look pretty i'm turning into an old man but um 
anyway, now now I'm doing what you were doing. Um, yeah. Oh, and the other thing I think you'd benefit from is what? working at like a restaurant. Did you see that woman who who um, she threw a burrito or something at a guy that worked at Chipotle, and like her punishment was to work like six weeks or something, a certain amount of hours at Chipotle or at a fast food restaurant. Her, her. I think that's good. That's the kind of thing. Like, it's like people don't realize how hard that job is. I'm sure those jobs are hard, but also, too, finding somebody that cares about their job is hard, too. You know, people are just, you know, I went off on a, a company yesterday. They just don't care, whatever, you know. Right. You called me bisexual last night. You said, uh, what did you say? Whatever. Oh, no, I was saying like Keith did a whole special about his stroke. So you got to, you know, which was so good. Like, that's what we should be doing is figuring out the thing that makes us, uh, instead of trying to just do jokes about the world all the time, you know, do more personal jokes about who we are. And I said, you could do it on being bisexual. Why did you bring that up? Because I was just thinking about it. It was funny when you said it. Oh, are you coming out right now? Yeah, I'm coming out. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm the podcast. Oh, so the 30-year-old is actually a male. All right. Uh, anything else you need to say or do? or? No. Bonnie's script was amazing. Okay. It's the first time I really sat down with people and went over it and just saw how she took control in the room. <laughs> Yelling at everyone. No, just a really nightmare. Good. She's really a good boss. She's really good. You know at what she does thank so, you very impressive i was funny and you came up with a lot of funny stuff and then the other producer told me last night he goes your husband came up with a lot of really funny jokes that you kind of shot down and i was like shot down i can't say yes to every single thing <laughs> i mean it's so weird like if i had been saying yes to you then i would have been taken out in the hall again and been like you can't say yes to everything it's like <laughs> you just can't win well, at least they know I'm good at what I no, do. No, of course. They love you. He he thinks you're like a superstar. When you and TJ Miller were sitting next to each other and he was sitting there, he goes, look at this table I get to sit at. I was like, <laughs> okay. I love TJ Miller. I could talk to him forever. He's great. He's really great. Yeah. Very funny. And yeah. I don't know where he's at in his journey. <laughs> but he's, he's just a good guy. He, well, not according to some, but... Yeah, I don't think me, that to us he loves us. Yeah, he's and I like him. You yeah. know, he's a big fan of comedy. He goes, yeah, there's certain comics he loves to watch. Right? No, he he's and he's a very funny comedian himself. Yeah, he is. He's a good actor too. But I think, I think people, I don't know. I think they'd rather do comedy than act because cop. Well, I think comedy is so much more rewarding in a way because even if you're a famous actor. There's very few times on set that you get to do like a whole scene straight through, you know, where you're really acting. You're like doing a line and then they're redoing the lighting and then you're doing a line or you're doing a line like 50 times. Well, not only that, comedy's instant gratification. You're getting it right. Right. It happens. Right. You know, acting, you don't, you got to wait till the movie comes out. And you have so many other people that are actually, like, you're not really in charge. You're like, here's seven different takes. And then the director and the editor, they pick the one. Like, it is amazing that actors are, like, like, of all the things I've written, 
actors have almost never said anything. They just do what you give them to do. The only people that have problems with stuff is comedians generally. Like when, even with the roasts, actors, sometimes they'd say like, oh, I don't want to call someone fat or they'd have a certain thing that they didn't want to do morally. But like comedians are the worst. They're like, no, I know better. I know better. <laughs> you know, because you're just so involved in the creative process from beginning to end as a comedian that it's like, it would. It's weird to give up so much control, which you have to do as an actor. Writers hate comedians because they want to come in and ad lib and right, turn right. To switch the lines. You know, some writers sat there and wrote. Well, like, I've read stories where like um, directors, writer directors, won't let the actors, even if they're like hugely famous actors, change even one single line or word in the in the script. And I just think that's like. I mean, if somebody was doing a great performance and they missed a word, wouldn't you just let it ride? Like, I would when I direct. We'll see. All right. Uh, this weekend, I'm in New York to stand the Comedy Cellar. New Year's Eve, Governors, uh, they uh, a theater in Long Island. Go to Governors' uh, website, and you'll see the, uh, the name of the theater and where it's at for New Year's Eve. And then the week after New Year's Eve, I'll be at Kimmel's Comedy Club in Las Vegas. Thursday through Sunday. I hope my knee's better so I can play golf. But Kimmel's Comedy Club in Las Vegas, the first week of January. We're setting up the tour, uh, you know, uh, the Jewish tour. And uh, I'm going to go call about it right now and talk to some people. Thank you. Happy holidays. I don't know if, where are we going to get another one in yeah. before I leave. When are you leaving? Next week. Tuesday. Oh, we might have to take. So we now. may have we may have one week break, but you know, if we don't have a nice holiday, happy New Year! You'll be home before New Year's, right? Are you, I'm are coming you home New Year's Day. Really, you're not around New Year's Eve? No, I couldn't get it to happen because I got to spend New Year's Eve alone. Well, I would anyhow. I'm working, but I mean, I'm leaving my dog here. You're going to be able to take care of her, right? You're not going away overnight. No. Right. What if I find a 30-year-old on New Year's Eve? Well, like my first, you know, the New Year's Eve kiss. I mean, don't people do that? so dumb. They do oh, that. God. I just, like, <laughs> hide in the bathroom. <laughs> don't do that dumb kiss. Happy New Year. I've spent the majority of my New Year's Eve in the bathroom. <laughs> Single. Get away from me. All right. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you. La, 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 la. My Wife Hates Me podcast, hosted and created by Rich Foss and Bonnie McFarlane, produced by Nick Collette. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy. Nine bomb and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too.